0: This episode is brought to you by Krishna Krishnanos. Good morning.
1: Wishing all of you all a very, very happy Diwali today. And you have a prosperous year ahead. We have gone through a very bad phase in the last one year. That is starting from the beginning of this year till now. And I hope this pandemic gets over and everybody is safe and sound. So, we will be doing the Uddhav Gita. This is uh, chapter 16 and we had completed till verse 27. So, we are going to do verse 28 onwards. So, we are doing the Uddhav Gita and this is chapter 16, verse 28. My friend, Though I am in their heart and am the cause of the universe, yet they do not know me. Because they only talk of work and seek to satisfy their senses as is the case with those who have
0: been blinded by the fog. This is a very cryptic sentence which Krishna is telling Uddhava. He says, I am in the heart of everyone. Everyone
1: has me in their heart. Now when you think of these kind of sentences, you will say, but my heart is an organ, how can I have it? Any average human being will think, you know, I don't see any Krishna inside. There is the difficulty which every human being faces. The problem with our world is that we love to find proof, proof of whatever that is being said. Say if I say that there is this particular disease called COVID-19, where is it coming from? Why is it there? So they have to go to the root cause of it all and try to find it. Now you can do that in the material world where there are material objects. But what do you do in the spirit world? Because if you know the spirit itself is invisible, you can't see it, you can't touch it, you can't feel it. The knowledge of Brahma is like that. It is spiritual knowledge. It is Adhyatma. And Adhyatma is nothing to do with the physical body. Physical body is everything to do with the material world, which is Maya's creation. It is consisting of the five elements. And then there is Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. All these are the basic ingredients of Maya. She is putting all this together and creating you, the body. But the spirit is something which is not visible by these eyes or This body, it is not possible to know that. When a sakshatkar happens, now this is a very uh, strange word, you should know this. Sakshatkar basically means when you are in front or maybe you are getting the vision. Now some people call it the vision. Some people call it, oh I was able to see now the sakshatkar of the divine, which is the Parabrahma, brahma please understand it is not possible in the physical realm, but it happens in the spirit realm, in the spiritual world. So first you have to get rid of this body. Doesn't mean that you have to do something wrong. <laughs> It only means that you have to overcome the body. Now the body is like it has its organs. It has blood, flesh, bones, muscles, everything. It doesn't allow you to think beyond itself. This body stops you from going beyond. And then the biggest problem in our life is called the mind. You are thinking in the mind and the mind doesn't allow you to think beyond its own realm. The realm of this material world. And that is the reason why we cannot understand beyond the mind. Uh, If I have to Tell you how this beyond the mind sakshatkar happens. Beyond the mind, beyond the body sakshatkar happens. First you have to drop these two. The first is the gross body. The second one is the subtle body. You have to drop it. Don't hold on to it. That is why there are the three Ds in spiritual. The first one is called this passion. We are going to do about that in the next verse. In this also it is there. Dispassion means we have passion for everything. We can't have passion for everything. If I have a passion for something, I'm going to run after that object. So first I've got to drop it. So if my body and my mind is running after one object, do you think I will have the time to go inwards? It is not possible. Go towards the self or what we call as the spirit. It is not possible. So first you have to become dispassionate. Second one is called detachment. I got to cut off all my ties with everything which is material. Which means I have this body. First my attachment is to the body. I have to leave that attachment. Second my attachment is to the mind, the body mind senses there's so much this is me, I am this, my name is that that idea of I, me, myself is too much. So detach from yourself, this body. The two bodies that I spoke of just now, you have to detach from them. Then you have to detach from every person in your life. Because if you have a mother, father, husband, wife, whoever it might be, the closest relative, could be blood relative or that you might have married into, that whoever is the closest one or your own children. Now, if you are going to be attached to them, how are you going to go inwards again? How are you going to go and see the self? Because you are going to be bothered about them. Suppose you have a wife. All right? And children, do you know what you're going to do? You have to work really hard for them. You have to earn money. You have to get money and you have to see to it that they are fed properly, they are clothed properly, they are staying in a good place. Everything is taken care of. Where is the time for any other thing? So going inwards through the spirit, out of question. So detachment is important from your friends. From all the material worldly objects. This is my house. I own this house. This is my car. This is my this thing. You know those kind of things. We have to detach from that. Because if you are attached to let us say your own house. You know what is going to happen to you. At the end you will still be saying. That you know before I die. I want to give this property to my son. And half to my daughter. You know like this is how you are going to talk. And let us say, you are not able to, because maybe your daughter is not, you know, talking to you properly or something like that. Then what happens? You get angry with her. And because of your anger, you give the property to your son. This is what happens. Or your son is the one who is creating mischief. So you give the daughter all the property. And then there is going to be fight. So after you die, you are still going to be lingering around in their minds. Because both of them are going to be doing something about it. The son is going to say, My father was a horrible chap. Or the mother will say, You know, whoever that person is, whoever is passing on the property to another person, that person is going to say, What kind of a person my parents were. They should have given me this property, but they are not giving. Mean characters. (laughs) So, this kind of a thing happens. You are held. Held in place, even after death. The death itself is not a release. So we are going to do that as well today. This attachment to property is bad. Now we come to the third D. You have to see God in everything. This is the most difficult part. How does a person see God in everything? You see all people in your life, some of them are good to you, some of them are terrible. Especially during these times, you might have gone and touched somebody for money and said, can you please give me a thousand rupees? That person will look at you as if you are asking for something really big. "Eh, I don't have the money. And you are dissuaded. You go and ask for a job. The person says, send me your resume. And never does anything about it. So one month later also, if you keep on asking that person, sir, did you do something about my resume? Of course, of course, I did something. But the person has not done anything. So you feel disillusioned. So this problem is there in every human being. How can you see God in them? Now, let us take the example of a person who is closest to you, who has taken care of you. Maybe your own mother, or maybe your own father. They were so much in love with you and they took care of you.
0: Now, this is something which is called attachment. Right? You think you see God in them.
1: See, the idea is the person is very nice and kind and compassionate. You see God in them. But what is God? Just now we did that sentence where it says, though I am in their heart and the cause of this universe, they do not know me. God is everywhere. If God is in your mother, why is your mother not a universal mother? Why is she only confined to you? So how do you see God in that person? And if your mother was fighting with your father or she was Uh, you know, she was behaving badly with people around. How can she be a good mother? How can she be God Almighty? Sorry. It's an average human being. Every mother, father, brother, sister, whoever it might be, they are average human beings. They cannot see God in anything. They are only biased with you. That is the reason why they are only looking at you. If they were not biased, then they would see God in everything. They would have treated everyone with the same economity, And it never happened. So there the question of discrimination, the third D comes into the picture. So Krishna says, this is the way. First, you have to overcome all the passions in your life. Second, you have to give up all your attachments. That is, become detached. Third one is discriminate. See God in everything. When you do this, then you can overcome this body and the mind. Because the mind is the one which is the dicey one in this. The mind doesn't allow you to see beyond the nose. Overcoming the mind is extremely important. It is because of the mind you keep on making all those mistakes in life. Overcome the mind. It's the mind which will tell you, you are not a worthy chap. You are not capable of writing your exams. You are not capable of taking care of the family. Look at you, miserable person. Or your mind will say, there is nobody like me. You know, I am the greatest. I am like this. Look at that president of America. He has gone and sued the other party. The person who has got elected. A person should give up the post. Yes, you have been told, get out of this and become, you know, become an ex-president. No, he still wants to hold on to it. His own friends have refused to even acknowledge anything. So did you get the whole idea? The point is, this body has to be overcome, the mind has to be overcome. When you go inwards, please remember one thing. There is no God outside. We are going to do a verse where it is being mentioned. There is no God outside. This verse is now there coming in. So you see the God within you. So Krishna says, I am within every person. And yet they do not see me nobody has the power to see me in their heart. I stay in their heart. My friend, though I am in their heart and the cause of the universe, they do not know me because they only talk of work and seek to satisfy their senses. They they speak of work. They talk of work. Your own parents, you know, Go and see. What is it that they say? They will say, do your education well. After you do your education, you should take up a fantastic job. Always satisfy your superiors. When you go and do a job, you have to grow in your life. So do your work diligently. Don't worry, God is also in work. God is in work. This is the way. Actually, God is not in work. The idea that if God is in work, then even a murderer must be good, no? Think about it. Even the biggest villain is good, no? (laughs) So, the God is in work is a twisted sentence. And right now, in the next verse, we are going to learn how the words are twisted. Please remember this. Those who are sitting over here and listening and those who are going to listen to this satsang,
0: Everything that you have learned till today is not right. We will do
1: this sentence over here where Sri Krishna himself will tell you those words. So first here, right now we are doing about work. Your parents or your elders, your superiors, whoever, please keep on working, 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 working. They will keep on telling you. They will egg you on to work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard. Work is worship, work is God, work is this, work is that. No, that is not the truth. The truth is, how do you find God in work? How to find God in work? If you are working for your family, you are working for your own self to make money for yourself. See, think about it. If you are going to make money for yourself to earn a living, to food, to the shelter that you are having, whichever place that you stay, or to whatever activities that you do, you need money. And that is the reason why you are working. Or you are working for your family, you are working for your mother, father, or you are working for your parent, your, you know, uh, wife, children, husband, whoever it might be. Or you are working so that you want to grow in your career. Where do you find God here? Nowhere. See, when you say work is worship, work is God, this sentence is a very strange one. It
0: says, work for God. First and foremost, God has given you
1: this birth, not your parents. Your parents are just a via media. It is like if I want to buy a soft drink, I have to go out and buy a brand. Isn't it? It's a brand. I have to buy the, you know, the bottles which are available. It's like that. Your mother and father are nothing but bottles only. Or the company where the thing is manufactured. A bottle of coke cannot call company coke, you know, as a mother. Is my mother. No, that is not the way. It is just born out of that place. Doesn't mean anything. Tomorrow you can be born of a, you know, another womb. Think about it. You will be put in one container. I'm I'm not joking. This is how the future is going to be. Somebody's sperm, somebody's egg, they might have manufactured the sperm or the egg in the laboratory. And they are going to put that together, fuse it together and make a baby out of it. And that baby is a test tube baby or whatever baby, you know, chemical baby or physical baby or whatever baby it might be called, scientific baby. Now this scientific baby is grown in a pod, you know, those containers. So tomorrow do you think this baby
0: which becomes big will call the pod my mother? Use your brain, little bit. So this baby
1: is going to say, Oh, the pod is my mother because I was born from that womb. Who has given you this idea that the mother that you have is the womb that you have been? It's a container boss. It's a manufacturing process. God wanted to manufacture you. That is why he put you over there. Tomorrow you will come from a pod. Podma. Huh? So Padma and Padpa, is that what you are going to call? So I think you have got little bit of sense in your head. So this attachment should not be there. So coming back to the subject once again, here Krishna is telling that people have no clue about all these things. Absolutely no idea. But I live in their heart. I am their father. I am their mother. I am the one who has given them that blessed job of theirs. I am the one who is paying money. You may say, no, my boss pays me the money. My company pays me the money. Sorry. Who's told you that? There are lots of people who have not got salaries for the last three to six months. Are you going to blame the company for not giving you? The company will say, what can we do? There is no business. Why is there no business? Because of pandemic there is no business, you know. We had to close down. And instead of sending you home, we are keeping you, we will pay you the money when the money comes. So today are you going to blame, blame the pandemic for it? So please remember this. Your salary, your job, your parents, the company that you are in, the house that you are having, the mother, the father, the wife, everything in your life is given by that one almighty God. Got it? He is your father. He is your mother. He is everything. And because he is everything and yet you are not acknowledging that. And when you acknowledge that, then you are working for God. See, I teach only two things in in my world first one is called dharma and the second one is called swadharma the only reason why i am here today why i came in is this dharma means the path of righteousness got it that i will not explain swadharma is the reason why you are here you are here to do a certain job for god Otherwise, why will he send you? Yes, you have your karma to perform, no doubt about it. Meanwhile, you have to do the job. Your company has appointed you because it has a job for you. It has some work for you. Same way, you are here. God has sent you for certain job. Fulfill that duty of yours. Fulfill that job functionality. And then, it is called swadharma, Dharma. The reason of your existence. Swa, so, my, my Dharma is that, my job is that, my work is that. Then work becomes worship. If I am doing it for the Almighty God and the reason why I am here, for serving the Lord, He is the boss. He is everything. He is my father, mother. When I do the work for Him, then I serve Him. Then work is worship. And then work is God. And what your parents have told you, or what every the whole world has told you, work is worship, work is God, is they are looking at work. You may be a chaprasi in an office, you know. You understand chaprasi? You may be a clerk or a pune in an office, and that is your work. <laughs> Think about it. It's not, it's not the work. Some people think that they have been appointed by somebody and their job they are doing. Some persons, some companies, some, uh, somebody out there has given them a job and they are doing their job for that person. They are mistaken. You have to do the job for God, not for person or company or the nation or something like that. No. This nation is there because of Krishna. This job is there because of Krishna. Everything is there because of Krishna. That is how you got to see it. I hope you understood this. So we will move to the next verse. So we are doing the Uddhav Gita. The last message of Sri Krishna. Verse chapter 16, verse 29 and 30. These cruel people, addicted to the senses, not knowing my covert import, That if one has a natural craving for killing animals then one may satisfy it only in sacrifice. And that it is never an injunction. Revel in such killing for their own pleasure. Worship the gods, the mains, and the leaders of ghosts by means of animal slaughter in sacrifices. Here Sri Krishna is giving one example. And the example is of killing the animals. Now, This is a very strange phenomena which people actually have no idea. That is why he says the cruel people, that is the people, they are addicted to their senses. Not knowing my covert import. Everything in these scriptures is a covert import. Which means it is
0: hidden. The knowledge is hidden. It is a secret knowledge which is not known to people.
1: This is one verse where he is telling you this. In the next verse he is going to tell you even the Vedas are like that. Okay. So, don't try to use the Vedas and the scriptures for your own benefit. What do the people do? They do the twisting and the turning of the verses. How do they do it? By covert import, which they don't understand why I have written that thing. Remember, the Vedas have come from the dear Lord himself. Correct? So, and from the Vedas came all the other scriptures. Right? Including the Uddhav Gita, including the Bhagavatam, the Bhagavad Gita, you name it, everything has come from one place only. The original framework, original framework. framework. If you try to ask me what is the framework? Well, in case of what you are doing today, if you are doing the Windows operating system, okay, then you know MS-DOS and all those things were there in the past, you know, and 1, zeros, you know, the whole thing. It is the framework on which everything is based today. This is just for understanding purpose. Now, let us see what he says. Killing of animals. People love killing of animals for deteriorating their senses. Senses means what? See, I want to own a big house. I want to get married. Hmm? I want prosperity in my house. I want to become rich. So what do I do? I go to some temples. I go to some gods, some men, something like that. And I give animal sacrifice.
0: I visited a place in Nepal. It's a temple which is known for
1: all these kind of things. It's a Kali temple. It's way up into the mountains. The place is chock-a-block crowded like nobody's business. There are lots of temples in India also like the Kamakhya and various others including the Kali temple in in West Bengal, now there are animal sacrifices done. In some places, they will give a hen or cock, or whatever, a poultry. At some places, they will give a bigger animal, okay, a goat or something like that. Sometimes they do still bigger than that, and they say it is an animal sacrifice for the gods. What God are you talking about? Do you think Krishna is interested in getting some animal killed? Krishna says, I am not even bothered about these kind of things. That is what he says. These are very strange words, you know. That it is never an injunction. I have never said anything like that. Who has told you I am saying those words? Have I ever said that you have to do sacrifices? Never. I have never said that. Have I ever said that you shouldn't do?
0: Where is it written that you shouldn't do? Till today I have never uttered a word. Sri Ramakrishna Paramahansa
1: explained this in a very beautiful manner. He said, you know, the cow and the, you know, we use the cow for milking her and then having, you know, calves. After we milk her, And she becomes old. Then she is sent to an abattoir where she is cut. The skin is taken out and made into leather. The skin is used literally everywhere. People don't know, most of the time, they don't even know the parts of animals are used everywhere, including the bones. The bones are used for making what is called as activated charcoal. It's a charcoal. They are half-burnt. The skin is used for a different purpose, the the bones are used for a different purpose, the entrails are used for a different purpose, the flesh is used for whatever other purpose that is required.
0: The same cow is used for so many purposes. Half of this world, are they not eating cows? All the Muslim countries, the
1: Americans, the Europeans, their main animal, China, such a big country, with so much of population, I think more than 50% or 60% of the world is using these animals, the cows for that matter. And we are just 10% Indians, in which 50% of us are not even caring for what is happening. And in that just a few percentage people in the whole world population are fighting. Actually, what is Krishna saying? I have never given any of these injunctions. I have never said anything. I am just saying, why do you need to kill animals? He is saying these words. Why do you need to kill the animals? Unless and until you want to titillate your senses. Senses means, tongue. You want to titillate your senses. So you cut animals. Alright? And sometimes, There are hypocrites in this world. Hypocrites means they will call it by some name. They will say, oh, we didn't cut this goat. We didn't cut this animal just like that. You know, we first offered it to God. And we didn't hurt it. Never, we never hurt it. We just took one big knife and slashed its neck. Someday you will have to be slashed like that. And then you are going to feel "Ah," like that. Well, please understand this. He says, I didn't even bother talking about this kind of subjects. First, it is a covert import. (laughs) It's not open to everybody's knowledge. I said, you are talking to people who are so average in this world. Think. I want you to think very carefully. How many
0: people in this world are actually knowers of Brahma? You can't even count on your fingertips. You won't even start with one. One, no number two. Oh, number two, I know he
1: died last year. Number three. Oh, there is one more. You will keep on thinking like this. So there are no Brahmanyani's today. Brahmanyana is out. So Brah means by that. Matter themselves don't exist. Brahmin means knower of Brahma, sir. Full sattvic. Krishna has said these words, Full sattvic person. Where is the full sattvic person? Do you think there is a 100% sattvic person who is kind, compassionate, loving, caring, blah, 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 blah. You you see, those who call themselves Brahmins are the worst creatures because they are never, they basically are self-centered people. What do they do? They don't love the world. Do you you think they love the world? If they love the world, then they will take everybody close to them, isn't it? They don't love the world. They make the difference between people. So there are no Brahmins today. So the knowers of Brahma don't exist. So who is there today to give you this knowledge? That is the reason why this is a covert knowledge. It is not understood by anybody. Think about it. He is talking to whom? Krishna is talking to Uddhava and Uddhava himself doesn't know about it. So if Uddhava doesn't know, now Uddhava becomes enlightened. Okay, that's a different story. But Uddhava doesn't know. And in the Bhagavad Gita, he is telling Arjuna. You think Arjuna knows? He also doesn't know. In the same way, today how many people have this? Covert knowledge, this kind of a knowledge, people don't have the knowledge. So what they do, you know, because of their own senses, they go and interpret anything they feel like. Whatever words that they have, oh, it is written that, you know, we have
0: to do a sacrifice, an animal sacrifice for Kalimata. Kalimata ke liye?
1: So that is the reason why people do this. And this is what he says. Then one may satisfy it only in sacrificing. that is never an injunction. They revel in such killing. They revel in this killing. I am killing it for Kalima. I am killing it for the Gao Devi. I am killing it for some Amma in some village. amma Lukalamma, I don't know what all names they have. I am killing for her. And then they drag this. I was telling you about this
0: temple in Nepal. I had to wade through blood to go inside that temple. The blood
1: was strewn all over the place. One day I visited Kali temple even in Calcutta. Okay? They say Na, Kali Calcutte Wali and I visited that. I am not talking about
0: Dakshineshwar. I am talking about the other Kali, Kali Ghat temple. And I could see blood over there. They must have killed some animal for animal sacrifice. And he says, people
1: revel in this. They feel excited about it. I killed one goat for Kalima. Says, revel in such killing for their own pleasure. They do it for their own pleasure because they want something some money, some children, something, something, I don't know what. They want somebody's life to get destroyed and died. They want something for themselves. Worship the gods. These are the gods and he is writing in the small g. Small g is all these gods that are there. You know everything below Krishna is called a deity or a demigod. So anything below Krishna, Krishna is the ultimate. He said that I am in their heart. So he is the only one in their heart. The rest are called deities or divinities or basically demigods. Demi means half god. So whether it is Brahma, Vishnu, Mahesh, whether it is Lakshmi, Saraswati, Parvati, every other god below Brahma. Because they all came from the Brahma. They all came because of Maya. Please remember this. All these gods are below. And because all these gods are below, he says these are called demigods. So you pray to these demigods. And these demigods, you want to satisfy them. So what happens to them? The means. Sometimes they give animal slaughters for the mains. Purva ke liye. They say for our past people, you know. For my great grandfather. And the leader of ghosts by means of animals slaughtered in sacrifice. So they slaughter the animal in sacrifice. Right? So we will go to the next verse. So we are doing Udhav Gita chapter 16 verse 31. So Imagining in their heart a future world which is a dream like unreal and agreeable to their ear only. They spend their money in sacrifice like a trader. So this person, whoever he might be, he says, you know, I am doing this because there is some need in my life. I am a trader. Trader means I do something, I give something and I get something. So if I trade in onions and potatoes, suppose I am a trader of onion and potatoes, don't you think I want the best rate today? Do you know what is the rate of onions today? 100 rupees kilo. So I want the best rate today. If I am an onion trader, I want the best rate. So these fellows, everybody in this world, for that matter, every person, I can guarantee you this much. Whoever is listening to it has done this. They will go to all these different, different places. And then they will give for the sacrifice. What sacrifice are we talking about? Not just animal sacrifice. For every other sacrifice in the world. Have you heard of, you know, Sarpa Dosha and all that? I am sure more than 50% of India has heard of Sarpa Dosha. I have the Rahu and the Kala, and this one, and that one, and this one. Oh my God, they, they, they go and do so many things in temples. When you have all these doshas in your life, that is why they say, you know, you are not getting the money, you are not getting the position, you are not getting a girl because you have a dosha in your life. What dosha? There is one American fellow over there. He is getting richer and richer. So, what dosha is he talking about? Donald Trump or for that matter, you know, Bill Gates. Do you think they don't have any doshas? Yeah. See, the stupidity of it all is 90% of the world doesn't even believe in this nonsense. And you are the only one who is believing in it. Because of that dosha, I have to do some sacrifice in some temple. You know, I have to go to that temple, that Naga temple over there that Baba temple over there, that this temple over there, that Krishna is saying, are you stupid? Can you not understand a little bit also? Because of your, that tasting that you are talking about, because of your own bloody needs, what needs are there? You want to become rich. You want a good job. You want a good wife or a husband. You know, how many people do that for a wife or a husband? You should be amazed to know, you know, there are lots of fellows and women in this world. Oh, I am going to this temple because I have to do this, you know, ceremony, then I will get a good husband. You think your husband is going to be good? The guy is going to be a bloody drunkard. He will be looking at other women. You got what I am saying? So who has thought or told you this nonsense? The same person that you are praying for is the person who is going to backstab you. Think about it, and I'm not joking, this is what it is. Um, uh, Parents will go, you know, the husband and wife will go to a temple and they'll say, God, you know, we don't have a child. Can I get a baby? Can I get a baby? Can I get a baby? And then the baby grows up. And the first thing he'll do is he'll do drugs, he will go out and do all kinds of nonsensical stuff. After that, he will run after women. After that, he is going to do something else. So the parents, I mean, now the parents of these children have gone and prayed to God so that they can get a good son or a daughter. And this same daughter or the son have become a bloody drug addict. They have become drunkards, they have become womanizers or Maybe menizers, whatever it is. Or they might have been indulging in all kinds of nonsensical activity and then they don't give a damn to their parents.
0: These are the same parents, the same idiots who have gone and prayed for a child. And this is the same child
1: who has gone and stabbed them in the back. He or she don't even care for them. And they think their parents are enemies and the parents think their son and the daughter are enemies. Why? Because of some misunderstanding. The parents are saying, do your studies, do this, do that, get married to this girl and Rishan will say,
0: no, I don't want to get married.
1: You're giving me some village girl or what? (laughs) Then the Anuban happens. Then they don't get along with each other. So Krishna is saying over here, idiots like you, Go for your material, worldly senses, you know, for titillating your senses. Go and ask all these gods and all these deities, divinities, please, please, I want this, please, I want that. And keep on doing these sacrifices for no rhyme or reason. Imagining in their heart a future world. They are thinking in their heart, my future is going to be so good. Like I told you, the parents are thinking, "I will have such a nice son.
0: I need a son, you know. I will have such a nice son." The son turns out to be an idiot. What kind of a
1: nice son were you thinking of? Or a man goes to the temple or whichever place, you know, and he says, "I want a good wife. I want a good wife. I want to." And he gets somebody who goes for disco dance every day. He was thinking, I will get a girl who will at least give me a cup of tea or coffee in the morning. On the contrary, she doesn't even get up till 11 o'clock in the morning. I have to make my own tea, coffee and everything. And is this the one I prayed for? I got a girl who was like this. Or the girl will think, you know, I want a very loving husband. Please give me a good husband.
0: And the kind of idiot that he gets, Give me this money. Give me that money. And he is, he is
1: literally like a sex fiend. You know, he wants to do all kinds of nonsensical stuff. And she
0: says, Oh my God, I never signed up for this. There is, there is a complete mismatch. And is
1: that the person that you went and asked for? Some husband or some wife? From some God of yours? And this is what you got? They will go climbing up that mountain, blessed mountain for getting children and all kinds of nonsensical stuff. And these are the same people who will go and backstab them. Don't worry. If it has not happened, it will happen very soon for you. Because this is how the world is. Who gave you the right to think that you are going to go and beg from some god of theirs, you know, yours, whoever it might be. I want this and I want that and you are going to get happiness in that. There is no happiness at the end of this rainbow, by the way. So if you think that you want a good husband, I am sorry, you have got the worst husband of your life. If you want, you think you have got a good wife, you don't know her yet. Yeah, that the first few phases of life are very nice. After that, the torture will start. You want children? So Krishna is giving this hint over here. He says, you know what, it is because of you. You don't understand. You go and pray to all these gods thinking that I will have a future. Imagining in their hearts. They all imagine in their hearts. Tomorrow I will be happily ever after. I will get a good job. you know. So they go to Sai Baba temple and all the Baba temples in this world and they will say give me a good job, give me a good job, give me a good job. They will stand in queue. They will pray. They will do Oh oh, Baba, please give me a good job. You should see the kind of idiots who go over there. Every person over there is like that. And what do they get? He says, in their heart, they're thinking of a future world, which is dreamlike. Everybody thinks of a dream world. Unreal. It is not real at all. And agreeable to ears only. Only to your ears, that thing is agreeable. So nice. I got such a
0: handsome husband. That guy has gone and had hundreds of affairs. Today I was seeing something, you know, I used to like one singer, his name was Phil
1: Collins from the Genesis. He is just come out and he had gone for this, uh, they, they were having a session and so he had attended. He, he looks like as if he's 100 years old. This is the same person
0: who, who was good. He played very nicely. And today he looks old. Why? There is a 46 year old woman whom he was married to. She has gone and
1: sued him for the property, $40 million property in, in Hollywood or wherever it is. So she says, He promised me he's going to give
0: me and he's not given. And what is it that she says? He's a horrible looking man who cannot perform anything in bed. That fellow is old man. They are still thinking of lust and greed. So this woman is thinking of lust and greed.
1: And here we have this person who is now like this. Did you see? Now you also are going to become exactly like that. Today you may be a good looking woman. Tomorrow you are going to become a bad looking woman. And the same
0: husband that you
1: thought, you know,
0: Oh, Chaudhavika Chand. What, Chaudhavika Chand? You are going to be looking like a haggard person. So, don't don't go into all these things. So, Krishna is very clear in his verse over here. He
1: is telling Uddhava these words. He says, imagining in their hearts a future world, which is dreamlike, unreal and agreeable only to the years. They spend their money in sacrifices like a trader. They spend so much money going and sacrificing. Money for this, money for that. Oh, I want to put the biggest heart. What biggest heart? I want to give. Oh, you know, twenty-one coconuts to this god. Twenty-one coconuts, very good. Yes, I want to kill one animal for that. All right. What else you want to give? I will give it. You know, Tirupati Balaji, one nice crown. You know, golden crown. I will give one nice chapal. You know, they call it baduka. And everything in the world they think like this. And here Krishna is saying these, these people are idiots. And I am sure all of you are not, Because you have done the same thing. And Krishna is telling Uddhava these people are the biggest duffers of all. Why are you going to these temples and doing these kind of things? Have I told you? On the contrary, remember the previous verse where I said, I live in your heart. Why are you going and praying to all these gods and means?" I what For what reason are you doing that? Why are you doing these sacrifices? Why are you wasting the money like a trader?
0: Dhanda kar kya? Bhagawan ko Bhagawan. Bhagawan, I will get this, then I will be very happy. Today, people are going to pray to a very great goddess. You know what's her name? Lakshmi. And they are going to pray to her and say, Ma. Please give me a lot of prosperity and money and stuff like that. She will give you, of course. But she will take away from the other hand.
1: This hand is like this and this hand is like this. Have you seen? One hand says, give me back my commission. And the other hand says, take it from me. It's a recycling process, sir. It is not just taking the money. You think you got the money today. Right? I mean, think about it. Today you may be a rich man. Your shares might be doing really, very well and you have really made a lot of money. Tomorrow the shares, the same shares will tank like that down
0: and then you are going to be, become a beggar. So the same Lakshmi whom you are praying to will say, no, Lakshmi never gave me anything. Of course, you are going to pray to her for what purpose? Prosperity. So this is what Krishna
1: says. You are like a trader who is doing this puja part on Diwali celebration because everybody should become prosperous. So we will do this next verse. We are doing chapter 16 verse 32 from the Uddhava Gita. Attached to Rajasattva and Tamas they worship not me but the gods etc. who have Indra for their chief and are concerned with Sattva and Tamas and even that not in the right way. This is an open statement. Please remember this. This is a scripture which is one of the most profound scriptures of all. Krishna is telling, people do not worship me. No, they don't worship me. They worship Indra and all the other gods. Those who are under Sattva, Rajas and
0: Tamas. Which god is the boss of Sattva, Rajas and Tamas, you know? Sattva, Vishnu. Rajas, Brahmaji, Tamas, Shiva. They worship these gods. For what purpose? For getting something. What are they going to get from him? From any of these gods?
1: Attached to Rajas, Sattva and Tamas, people are attached to him. You are either Rajasik, you are either Sattvic or Tamasik in nature. You can identify yourself. If you are a lazy bone, then
0: you know for sure that you cannot be Sattvic or Rajasik. You are a Tamasik. Sattva? I think one in a trillion a person will be Sattvic in nature.
1: You can't find Sattvic today at all. This is Kali Yuga. Please remember, in Kali Yuga, there is no Sattva at all. Everybody is either little Rajasic and 90% Tamasic. So not a single man or a woman on this planet can ever be Sattvic today because they have left Sattva out. That was there in the first Yuga. Today there is nobody who can be Sattvic. If somebody is Sattvic, suppose if he is a Hindu
0: who is a very very Sattvic being, can he eat food with the other community and the caste people? No. Can you go and stay in those people's houses? No. He can't.
1: Because it will not allow him to do that. So how can anybody be sattvic? So a sattva is out of the window. Rajas, I want to make a lot of money. I want to become rich. I want to do this. I want to rule the world. Blah, blah, blah. blah. And the same person will cry. He will sue the other person also and he will say, no Samu, you have taken my job. You have done this. You have done that. And they want to sue the other person.
0: So Rajas is also out. Why? Because a completely Rajasic person is not there. Because he is now completely Tamasic. So they pray to these Sattva, Rajas and Tamas gods.
1: So here Krishna says, Attached to Rajas, Sattva and Tamas, they
0: do not worship. me. Nobody worships Krishna. Why? Because Krishna is beyond sattva rajas and tamas. Please remember this. Few days ago somebody wrote to me and said, you know, I cannot think beyond Shiva. I said, please welcome. Go pray to Shiva. He is in the tamasic mode completely, sir. He is the god of tamas. Who are his people? They are called ganas. And you are one of them,
1: a Gana. Please join the race. I have nothing against him. Personally, I have nothing against any of these gods. But if you want to be a Tamasic person, please be a Tamasic person. And look at your way of living. You are the laziest bone on earth. You never want to get up. You don't want to study. You don't want to do anything. You have never tried anything in your life. And for everything, you give reasons. So which guna are you from? If you are getting up in the morning every single day at 3.30 or 4 4.00 o'clock or 4.30 in the morning,
0: do you get up? No.
1: 99.999% of the people don't get up. So there you are. Do you do your daily ablutions? Not saying one prayer in the morning or one prayer sometimes. <gasps> that kind of a thing. No, no, no. That is stupidity. Getting up in the morning, doing your ablutions, doing everything that is necessary. Being a very nice human being, doing your job. Work is worship. Do you remember my previous verse which I told you? Go go read it or go learn about it or hear it once again if you want. You have never thought of work is worship. You can give a thousand reasons why you can't get up. You can give a thousand reasons why you can't do the job. And when you do a job, you think, you know, I did
0: it, I did it, I did it. What? You did it? Once in your life you have done. And you think you did it? You can't even do it. A person would come to me and he would say, No, I used to clean dishes in America. Oh, you clean dishes in America? But when you come to my ashram, you can't even clean one dish? Isn't it funny? What
1: kind of a sattva is that? And what kind of a rajas is that? It is below tamas. I don't know whether you know there is a fourth and the fifth one also. Below tamas there is something else. So today everybody is in the tamasic mode. So there is, whether you go and pray to Shiva or whoever you want to, please go ahead and do it. Krishna is very clear. Nobody cares for me. He says these words. They do not worship me. But they worship but the gods, all the other gods, who have Indra as their chief. Indra is the king of gods. Please remember this. And are concerned with Rajas, Sattva and Tamas. These gods are in the Rajas or in Sattva or in Tamas. All these gods are in that. Lakshmi, Saraswati or Parvati is also in Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. Please
0: remember this. Who is with Vishnu? Lakshmi is with Vishnu. Isn't it? Lakshmi and Vishnu represent Sattva.
1: Right? Brahmaji and his wife, Saraswati, they represent Rajas. And Tamas is represented by Shiva and Parvati. And under them, are all the other gods. So they are all under Sattva Rajas and Tamas. People only worship these gods. Krishna says nobody worships me. Not a single person worships me. He says they do not worship me because they are under the ages of Sattva, Rajas, and Tamas. And even that not in the right way. People don't know the right way of worship also. Now this is a secret which we will reveal in the coming chapters. Right now there is no time for us. Today is Diwali. You still have a lot of things to do. Yes, make nice sweets for Lakshmi. Ji. Go and pray to her. Make her happy. So yeah, you can get her money. And in one hand she will take it away also. So this is what you should be ready for because you don't know the right way. Krishna says, you really don't know me and you are not praying to me at all. You pray to the Sattva, Rajas and Tamas gods. So did you get the whole point? So we will stop over here and I will see you all tomorrow. Take care. You have a great day today and wish you a happy Diwali once again. Bye.